Hey guys, welcome back to Athlete Stories. This is your host, Jared. And on today's episode, super excited, we have Carrie Pierce. Carrie is a six-time CrossFit Games athlete, four-time Fittest American female. She was the third fittest on earth in 2020, uh, probably would have been in 2021 if it wasn't for COVID. Uh, we'll get into that too, I'm sure. And you're top uh, 10 five years in a row. And also, you're the creator of Power Abs, which is one of the fastest growing businesses in America. Um, super exciting stuff. But before we get into the interview, I know that was a really big ramp up. Before we get into the interview, we have to give a shout out to our sponsors. Uh, X Endurance Sports Supplements supports the Athlete Stories podcast. X Endurance is one of the highest quality sports supplement products in the market right now. And um, highly recommend giving them a try. If you can look in the background of the show, you'll see their products sitting on my kitchen counter. And the show is also brought to you by Wadproof app, which is a timing app that we use for the Zalos games. It's something that people use all over the world to film their workouts, to time their workouts. But also, like I always say, you can listen to music while you record yourself, which I think is the coolest thing ever. It also hooks up to Concept2 rowers, bike ergs, everything like that, so you can see your pace on the screen. Check out Wadproof app. There's a discount for X Endurance and Wadproof in the show notes. Back to the show. Hey, Carrie, how are you? I'm doing great, and how are you today, Jared? I'm doing awesome. I'm, I'm so excited to have you on the show today. I appreciate you making the time. Of course. I'm excited to be here. Um, we're going to dive right in. Uh, you're probably not ready for this one, but describe yourself in three words. What would those three words be? Uh, driven, hardworking, okay. and positive. Love it. And that I, I would say that your friends and anybody around you would probably agree. Um, I don't know if I've ever seen you with a frown, maybe like serious face mid-workout, but never, never a frown. Um, I think <laughs> yeah, you've mastered like that. Go ahead. I was like, yeah, I don't think I really frown very much. I don't get upset. It takes a lot to get me upset. I'm one of those people with like a really long string, but when you like hit the end, then, you know, it gets a yeah. little intense, but. Yeah, everybody back short. up. <laughs> yep, yeah, definitely think, stay away. <laughs> you know, gymnasts uh, do that thing where like right after they do their, they perform, um, you like wave and smile. So you're probably really used to that, like. You know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like after you do your routine and you flip 1700 times and you're, you're like always smiling, like professional gymnasts do that. Do you yeah. think that that like, do you think that that just kind of transferred to your CrossFit like career? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's just I, a permanent smile. I remember when I was growing up and the gymnast moms would take pictures and everybody wanted to be front and center. So you're literally standing there for like five minutes just with like a smile plaster on your face. Do you like can't see or, or feel your face anymore? So I think I must just have a permanent smile. And yeah, when you finish your floor routine, especially because judges give you extra credit, they say, you know, if you're smiling and I remember one time, like they caught a picture of me, like winking at the judge, you know, you got to get those brownie points, whether yeah. it's smiling or winking. So yeah, the That's smile's awesome. just, just there. If you were um, to sum up your life story in maybe two to three minutes, what would that story sound like? Oh man. Um, I'll just like start from the beginning. Yeah. I started gymnastics at the age of three, then did that for 18 years. You know, it instilled hard work, passion, um, discipline, so many things in me that I learned over the 18 years, not just physically, um, but also mentally and just personality wise that I've carried into everything that I've done. I went to University of Michigan, graduated with a degree in movement science. Uh, from there, I found my love 
and passion for fitness. I wanted to originally go to PA school, be in a hospital and did shadowing and did not want to end up in a hospital after I did some shadowing. I learned that I was in a gym um, in, at the University of Michigan doing some strength and conditioning, then went to a Globo gym and did personal training there. Found out that I loved fitness. I did weightlifting. I did a bodybuilder or physique show, powerlifting, and then moved to New York City and got involved in CrossFit. And I competed in CrossFit for seven years and just recently retired. And I started a business a little over three years ago um, with a gentleman named Larry Connors, which is Power Abs. And like you said in the intro notes, it's one of the fastest growing businesses in the US. So I'm super excited to have retired from my competitive career myself, but now I get to help others become the best version of themselves, which has been such a cool switch. Yeah, there's we could go in so many different directions. Um, thank you, though. I, I love asking that question, even though it's like, <laughs> that's just set up, uh, which is why I always say two to three minutes, because when people ask me like, hey, which, what's your story? I'm like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, which, which one, you know? Um, yeah, because you're like, you could go so many places with that. I was like, I'm just going to like give an outline of my life and kind of like what I've been through because everything I feel like kind of leads to something else, which has led me to where I'm at today. Like starting power abs, people just commenting on my abs from doing the 18 years of gymnastics. Like gymnasts have such strong cores with everything they do. And then obviously you use it in weightlifting. I used it in powerlifting, even in like physique, you know, helps to have good abs. And yeah. then in CrossFit, I feel like a lot of people have commented on my abs. So just kind of being in different realms um, has had helped me realize, you know, there's a business for this. Yeah, absolutely. I, I see people, uh, usually girls, mainly girls in my gym that'll do that right after the the class vlog. They'll be in a corner with their phone playing you <laughs> like yeah. on, on a video screen. Um, That's awesome. What brought you to New York City? What made you move to New York City after after school? So I was born and raised in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and that's where I ended up going to school. I wanted to go to University of Michigan since I was eight years old. So finished up my gymnastics career and was trying to figure out what was next. I was dating a guy at the time, and he was a fitness model and got an opportunity in New York City to be hands-on, and the agency wanted to move him out there. I was just personal training at a gym and I loved Ann Arbor, but I also just felt comfortable and I wanted to grow and get outside my comfort zone. It's where I was born and raised. So yeah. I wanted to see what else was out there. And he was like, well, I'm going to be moving to New York. Like, is that okay? Do you want to join? So I'm like, well, I mean, why not? Like worst case, I can go out there. If I don't like it, I can always come back to Ann Arbor. Like this is always going to be here. The gym that I was training at is always going to be there. So if I didn't like it, if it didn't work out, then I could go back. So I moved to New York in May, 2013 and ended up being there for seven years. Yeah. And you um, ended up moving to, so I don't want, let's, let's not go there yet. Let's, uh, let me back up. You started training at a CrossFit. When was the first time you ever did CrossFit? So I like dabbled in CrossFit like a little bit before I like started, started. Um, I was training for powerlifting in 2014, just because one of the, I was personal training at a gym and one of the other trainers was like a powerlifting coach. And he's like, have you ever thought about doing powerlifting? Cause he's like, I just see you working out and like you lift heavy weights for a female. I was like, no, I haven't ever thought about it. And he's like, I'll coach you to one. So that was like for like six months. 
And like during that time, uh, like right at the beginning of that time, actually, uh, the owner of uh, what was soon to be a CrossFit gym in New York reached out to me about being a gymnastics coach. And I was like, I don't want to be a gymnastics coach. Like I've been there, done that. I don't, I don't want anything to do with gymnastics. But then we met up and he's like, it's CrossFit gymnastics. And one of my teammates from college was a games athlete on a team, CrossFit Adrenaline, three, four years. She's like, Carrie, you should do CrossFit. You'd be great at it. Cause it's like, basically it's a little bit of gymnastics. I was like, no, it's gymnastics. Like, she's like, no, it's more like strength conditioning stuff that you do in gymnastics, which I was really good at. I mean, I was a good gymnast, but I was like, compared to the other girls better at the strength conditioning stuff. Yeah. And so finally met with this coach and I was like, well, I agreed to do this powerlifting competition in November. Then I started full force in CrossFit after that. But I had like dabbled in a few CrossFit esque workouts right before that. But in November of 2014 was the first time I like, or is when I started just full in on CrossFit. Awesome. Was that coach, was that Justin or did he come into the picture later on? He came into the picture later on. Yeah, this okay. guy's name is Billy De La Rosa. You're good with names. <laughs> um, so that's uh, it's funny because um, just similar trajectory. I did bodybuilding for, I don't know, four or five years. Uh, and then I got bored with, and you know, since you've done physique, like um, the culture of bodybuilding isn't the healthiest culture. Um, it's certainly not fun. You know, like everybody strict dieting. 24 seven, mm -hmm. like, yeah, uh, you're like irritable. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. And then if you don't win, it's even worse, but luckily I, I did. Okay. And then I got into powerlifting. Cause I was like, you know what? I, I want to like lift heavy, look good and eat a lot. And so I was like, all right, I'll just do powerlifting. I did that for two years and then, uh, signed up for a Spartan race and realized how bad I was at actual sport, like conditioning, yeah. running, jumping. And he here I am now. Right. Uh, Especially so. with powerlifting. Yeah, I know. I mean, like when it came to like lifting that, because Spartan race, have you ever done a Spartan race? No, I haven't. I think it would be, be fun to do one, but. Yeah, they're so much fun. And obviously at, a, at the level that you're at, it would basically be like another, like one of your wads on a Saturday, you know, like, um, but it's, you know, there's a bunch of different uh, thing, like modalities that you do. You do climb ropes, you jump over fences, but there's like, um, that big boulder rock thing. I don't know what we call that. Um, but you got to like pick that up and walk with it. And it's like 120 pounds. And so like stuff like that was like cake for me. But then when you have to run from one uh, obstacle to the next, then I'm like, like a freaking just boulder. I'm just like falling apart and everyone, <laughs> everyone's running by me. And so I was like, I got to do something about this. Um, yeah. And then eventually just was like, all right, I'll, I'll join CrossFit finally. Um, so you get bored enough with the other stuff and you can't get bored in a CrossFit gym. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, and I, when I was doing like powerlifting and weightlifting, like I just felt like something was missing. Like, I don't know. I would like do my weight training and everything, but I'm like, I like, and even in gymnastics, like we didn't do a lot of cardio, like a 10 minute running warm was about the extent of any sort of cardio engine work that we yeah. would do. Cause your longest routine is a minute and 20 seconds. But still, like, yeah, with bodybuilding, like, sometimes I would do, like, two minutes of burpees at the end just to, like, do something to get my heart rate up a little bit. But similar to you, like, when I finished powerlifting, like, my – well, my coworkers, while I was doing it, would make fun of me when I would take the stairs. So they're like, are you sure that's not too much cardio? Like, you're <laughs> yeah. out of breath going up a flight of stairs. So that was, like – yeah, it was, like, an interesting transition going from that and then into CrossFit because people are like, oh, like, you have a great engine. How did you get – and I was like, 
a lot of work because when I started CrossFit, there's no way I could run a mile. Or if I did, then it would have been like a 10 minute mile. Yeah. And you're not going to do any lifting right after that. It's just like, that's it. Um, yeah. No, be toast. <laughs> so, uh, which is really awesome because, you know, uh, Atlanta, but we'll get to that later. Um, yeah. So I want to talk about gymnastics for a minute. You seem like you were, you mentioned you were like, no, I don't want to do any more gymnastics. Did you just get burnt out on that? Or like, what's the story there? Yeah. So I did it for 18 years. That's a long time. Yeah. Um, and I think part of it too, like for me, for gymnastics, it was like, okay, my senior year of college, I know this is, this is going to be my last year. I'm going to be done. So I think I just like mentally prepared for it to be over too. So like if I wouldn't have and like knew like, okay, maybe I'm going to go to 25 instead of 21, then maybe I would have like kept going or like mentally been able to get past that. But I think it's just because I did it for so long and I like prepared myself to be done. And I mean, my body was a little wrecked up, like especially my ankles. I had tape basically from the middle of my fit foot going all the way up my shin just to keep my ankles in one piece. So I was like pretty beat up and like I said, just mentally over it a long time. And I was ready for a change of pace and doing the weightlifting. I was like, okay, this is cool for like something different. Um, but CrossFit did, you know, have a little bit of gymnastics. So it did, it did get me, but it wasn't balance beam or bar. So it's yeah. little, little gymnastic skill stuff, but not like the tumbling or anything. Got it. That makes sense. Um, what is, your you'll learn this too because i'll just like jump into random questions so that's fine uh, I'll, I'll throw you for a loop from time to time what's your yeah. earliest memory as a kid what's the first thing that you remember oh shoot huh. <laughs> now you're like oh i'm gonna put you through a loop I'm like i can't remember i do like especially since we're talking about gymnastics like i do remember well there was a point when i was very young that i wanted to quit i think that was when i was like eight years old though, that I remember sitting on the stairs. So in gymnastics at a very young age, you have to decide if you're going to go to the Olympic route or the college route. They're very, two very different paths. And basically you have to decide that I was around eight years old. And I remember going to Texas for a training camp, uh, just to meet like some Olympic, like elite, it's called elite gymnastics, um, which would put you on the path to be in the Olympics. And I remember going to Texas and trying that out and just like hating it. And I remember coming home and sitting on the stairs crying and being like, I don't want to do gymnastics anymore. I don't want to do gymnastics. And I remember my dad being like, you don't want to do gymnastics or you don't want to do elite gymnastics. And at that point I was like, I don't want to do gymnastics. So he ended up like taking me back to the gym that I was at after going to Texas and then like, you know, enjoying the only four hours a day instead of six hours a day that were yeah, two sessions right. and a coach yelling at you and stuff. Um, and so that was eight years old. And that's one memory that I have of gymnastics. I don't know if I remember things from being younger, but that's like what sticks out to me at the moment. Okay. What's um, yours? My earliest memory. Wow. Okay. Um, I do. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> so my, all right, let me think of how to tell this story. Um, my earliest memory is at a place called Whistle Stop. It was a preschool. Um, I was a really troubled child. And so, I mean, like I just got in a bunch of trouble and I was pretty uh, aggressive, I guess. And so we were on these little like carts, you know, that you like you're pedaling with your feet and you have like a little wheel, you know, and it's like, okay, a, yeah. And um, I guess I was just like wrecking into kids and, uh, and I got in a fight and I got kicked out 
of the preschool. And um, I remember getting picked up and getting yelled at and getting in trouble. And so I, I, maybe four, four yeah. years old, just before mm. elementary school. So getting yeah. kicked out of whistle stop is my first memory. I went on to get kicked out of four elementary schools after that. Um, <laughs> A rough so child, huh? I've, I think I've figured it out. I don't I haven't been yeah, kicked yeah. out of anything in quite some time. So that's good. Uh, yeah, I think I'm on a roll lately. So yeah, uh, just took me like 20 years to figure that out. But um, better late than never. <laughs> yeah, so that's my earliest memory for everybody. Yeah. Um, what is well, your? Actually, uh, go ahead. If I I do have another one that's like before. Yeah. Now that I'm like thinking about it, it's it's a little different too. Um, because I remember Wadapalooza, they're like, oh, we need a fun fact for you. Like a couple of years ago, like the broadcasters yeah. and stuff. And I was like, one fun fact is that I did not talk my entire kindergarten year. Uh, I didn't say one word at school. And I swear, like, I basically just said the teacher hates me. Like she has her two favorite kids. I am not talking in class the whole year did not talk. Then or first grade, uh, when I was six, my teacher, the the first word I said, I don't remember what it was, but I remember she stopped class and she went to call my mom. She was sitting next to me and she called my mom and was like, oh, Carrie said her first word today. And she was like so excited because she knew that I like hadn't said anything. And it was like a, a couple months into the school year. It wasn't quite like halfway, but it was like a couple months. And then finally I like said my first word in class. So I remember, so that was six, but yeah. I was like the opposite. I'd probably yeah. talk more than <laughs> I'm like, any you're the Henri one, and I'm the one that's sitting there in silence. Yeah, the opposites. That's funny. Have you seen The Patriot with Mel Gibson? You remember that movie? I I might have, but I don't remember it. Um, in The Patriot, it's it's a freaking classic. You should revisit it. Uh, it's emotional. This particular part is emotional. So you know how Mel, Mel Gibson in The Patriot, he has like five or six kids, right? It's like the Civil War. Everybody's got five or six kids back then. Um, and the, the youngest one, which is probably about kindergarten age this adorable little girl she won't talk she hasn't talked since he left to the war he came back she like won't talk to anybody um so it, it reminded me of that and then of course uh he goes to leave for war again and she's like daddy and it's like even a grown man like myself may or may not tear up during this part of the movie um yeah so that's uh it reminded me of that but um you know it's a big you know they hug and all the all the yeah. all, all the emotional things so precious <laughs> it, it, it is it is pretty precious yeah what is uh what's your proudest moment as a kid or as a young adult um whether it's like a you know physical accomplishment or maybe you pulled somebody out of a burning car what, what does that look like <laughs> i mean it's something that you touched a little on earlier i mean it's definitely atalanta i think just being able to physically like push myself like that mentally everything just like prove that I'm not only yeah like physically fit and have worked like worked so hard to get there but just like mentally fit and driven and if there's something that I want then I'm willing to go for it so I think not only is it you know the accomplishment that I actually got by winning that workout I mean you know people arguing that it is the toughest final at any CrossFit game and maybe even toughest workout you know, that the CrossFit Games has ever had. And then to have like won that just shows a lot, um, just like the tenacity and everything that I have. And just being able to deliver under pressure because, you know, a lot of people could do a workout and do really well if it was in training. But with me being in fifth place and then being able to 
win that workout and move up to third, I think just speaks a lot to my character and just how I am as a person, just like so competitive and always expecting the most out of myself. And, you know, in turn, I think that's why I was so successful as a CrossFit athlete and why my business um, is so successful. Just, I feel like that just kind of like sums everything up into one moment. Yeah. That's really cool. And that, I mean, I remember watching that and I'm just like, there's no way that they like, this can't be healthy. You know, this workout is the last <laughs> workout. Um, and so it was a, it was a one mile run with a, um, a 20 or 14 pound vest or was it for 14 yeah. for ladies, yep. 20 for men. And then mm-hmm. it was, uh, 300, was it 300, 200, 100, but it was like 100, 200, 300. Okay. So 100 was a handstand mm-hmm. pushups. Yep. And then 200 uh, pull-ups or with a chest-to-bar? Pistols first. 200 pistols. Thank you, oh, Alex. Atalanta, yeah. there it is. Yeah. Um, and then a one-mile run at the end. Uh, but the 300 pull-ups, like, I, I would be like one of those toys. You know, like when we were kids and you had, like, the toys and you could just pop out their arms, like, <laughs> uh, like Barbies and uh, stuff, you know? Yeah, like I definitely remember that. Yep. Disconnect them. Like, that would be... Yeah. My torsos. Like one just like pops off. Yeah. No. But you I still have one, you're still going, and then the other one pops off. That's pretty much what <laughs> it feels like when I work out these days, anyways, just with my freaking yeah. bad shoulders. But enough about me. What is uh so okay, what what's your favorite workout that you've ever done um in any games? Mary. Hands down, Mary. I think I mean being the gymnast, you know, the body weight stuff is what I'm good at and what I enjoy doing. And it was one of those workouts, you know, I, I, I won it. That always makes it more fun yeah. beating the guys, beating the girls and Dave Castro coming up to me at the end being like, like basically saying that was impressive. And then like putting on his Facebook like that or Instagram, whatever, like that was one of the most impressive performances I've ever seen. And like going through it and like, yeah, I was tired at the end, but it wasn't like, I was dead. Like I felt like I could have gone for longer. Um, and even like the crowd cheering me on at the end, I finished the pull-ups and then I would have won the workout, but the crowd was like cheering so loud. It was in the stadium and it was just the energy was through the roof. And I was like, I have to do more handstand pushups. I'm going to go until the buzzer goes like, even though I didn't have to, it was just so much fun. And just being able to perform for myself and everybody and soak in every minute of it. Yeah, that was a crazy performance, especially to beat the guys in a in a body weight uh, workout is super impressive. There we are. Yeah, I like it. And so actually during that workout, we had a ruck run earlier that day. And I remember jumping up to the pull-up bar and being like, oh man, my calf is cramping when I jump up. I was going to do two sets or I started to do two sets. And then I was like, oh man, my calf is cramping. I'm just going to do one set. And people are like, how how does your brain even work that way? Like, okay, you are tired and you're just now, you're just going to do one set because you know, your calf is cramping. I was like, yeah, I guess like, you know, in a workout like that. (laughs) True grit. Um, yeah. So, you know, we, we talked about it for a second, 2021 games, obviously you qualified, obviously you were planning on going. And I think that correct me if I'm wrong, but you were planning on retiring after the games um i don't know that for sure so you can uh correct me but um but then you got covid so like what's what was going on in your head like let's talk about that what was that like for you 
Yeah, it was definitely a roller coaster. Um, so I, yeah, I ended up testing positive the first day of competition. So competition starts on Wednesday and I tested positive that morning. So Bethany Shadburn, uh, one of my teammates had tested positive on Monday and she wasn't feeling well, like going, you know, into it. And so we had stayed away from her ever since like the weekend, I think like Saturday, um, because she's like, I just, I don't feel well. I feel off. Like, and honestly, like COVID didn't even cross my mind. I was like, Oh, maybe she like ate something weird. Maybe she has the flu. I don't know something. And then Monday she ended up testing positive. So, I mean, cause everybody had to get tested. So we're like, okay, well, we're just going to like stay away. Then like Monday night going into Tuesday, I was like, I don't know. I feel a little off. And Justin's like, you're just stressed. Like, you're basically when you like your training partner who you spent all this time with now like can't compete i was like yeah you're right like i felt worse for her like i just felt so bad for her it was one of those like why her like she was so fit this year she it was like finally one year that her body was healthy and she would have destroyed the game so i was like yeah definitely like i am stressed for her because it was basically like we were this like there together um, with Danielle. And yeah, then Wednesday, like Tuesday, get tested again, fine, whatever. I was feeling, I was feeling better. Um, and then Wednesday I woke up and I was like, yeah, I still feel like a little off, but I still packed everything like for the swim and for the rest of the day, just to make sure that I was prepared. You know, me and Danielle were gonna have crazy protocols because of Bethany having COVID, they were gonna keep us separate. But I was like, you know, this will be fun and this will be a one once in a lifetime opportunity just to experience it with Danielle and being able to do this together. And then with Justin uh, coaching us the whole way through and then sitting in the car on Wednesday, waiting to get the test results. Danielle gets the okay to go. And then I see someone walking up to the car where every other day you get it. There's an app. It shows green, like you're good to go. And I see someone walking up and this is like when I just like, like, I have a feeling this is not the news that I want to hear. And they came up and they're like, Carrie, your test is positive. They're like, but don't worry. Like, we're going to test you again. And I, at that point, I like started crying. So I was like, usually like the first one, like you're, you're positive. You're going to be positive again. So backed up, they did a test again. And within like a minute, they're like, well, we, we have to wait like the full five minutes or however long it is for the test results to like get through but they're like it looks like it's going to be positive again and then once it was like positive then they're like we're gonna have to ask you to gather your things and leave campus and basically go quarantine yourself and not come back and you know at that moment is like okay well we just trained this whole year and for what um so I was like, oh, well, I said, why Bethany? And now it's, it's both of us. But yeah. I mean, in hindsight, like looking back, I think the amount of love that I received from everybody just being like, I'm so sorry. Like, I hope you're okay. And everything was just amazing. And it just shows that I was like more than a CrossFit athlete because, you know, sometimes it's hard when you like tie yourself to one thing and it's like, you're such like, you're an athlete and that's what people know you for. And for them to like care about you as a person, I feel like was like something that, I took away from that. And I'm like, obviously like it would have been amazing to compete. And, and I was thinking of retiring after, but I ended up retiring a couple months later and I couldn't have asked for a better ending. Yeah. How was, yeah. Um, you know, everything's always easier in hindsight. 
Uh, but at the time, I mean, I can't imagine. Like, it's just such a blow. Uh, but you, you ended up doing Rogue. What was your What was your experience like, Rogue? So for Rogue, I, like I said, I had a feeling like, uh, well, I, yeah, wanted to retire after the games. I didn't announce it or anything. It was just like something that I was, you know, thinking about and very, very heavily considering. And just being able to be there with uh, Bethany and Danielle, or yeah, being able to, I guess, compete at Rogue with Danielle was amazing. And just being able to train with them after, because after the games, I was like, I don't know, like I'm not motivated to continue to train like I'm just I'm ready to be done I was mentally ready like with all the training and yeah this was my proudest moment that's like showing on the screen right now that event I was like oh, okay this is the final day of competition it had strict handstand push-ups it had muscle-ups I knew that I had to yeah just it was go like out there and get it so your workout for sure yeah and I was like it has rowing but I was also in the first heat and I didn't know what the second heat was going to bring so I was like well you got to make this hurt, especially on that final row. Cause I don't remember the exact count. It was like 50 calories. I don't remember the exact uh, workout, but it was like a decent row at the end. And I was like, this row is going to hurt, but you gotta, you gotta earn. If you're going to win this event, you gotta earn it. Like Tia's coming in the next heat. Kristen Holt is coming. And like a lot of amazing athletes were coming in the next heat. But one thing that I told myself for rogue, like, obviously you go into a competition because you want to do well, but I was there just to, you know, finish off my career and really enjoy every moment. So before each workout, I would just look at the crowd, like as I was on the starting mat and just like soak up every second, because I was like, I know this is going to be the last time that I do this. So I just want to take every moment in. And when you're competing, it's so easy to get focused on the workout and what you have to do for the workout that you forget, just like how amazing it is to be able to be there and do what you love and yeah. test your fitness with these other incredible athletes, the top athletes in the world. And people are cheering you on and these people are your fans and you motivate and inspire them. And it was just nice taking a second and looking around and soaking that up. And yeah, I, I got sixth or seventh place, but I, it was the most fun I've ever had in a competition and just the fans were incredible and the energy and everything. And my whole family got to come. My brother and sister weren't going to come until I officially announced my retirement. I tried to tell them, but they didn't believe me. And so they ended up getting tickets last minute. And yeah, it was, it was so amazing. And Rogue did a little presentation at the end for me and for Kristen Holta. So that was really cool. And I couldn't have asked for anything better. Yeah, that was, that was really cool. And you did something, you, you left your shoes on the field. Um, yeah. What's that about? that's just you know thanking the fans for the incredible ride that they gave me I I feel so blessed and thankful that I had the career that I did I mean looking back on it I'm like there was so many amazing moments and you know it's one thing to accomplish all of that for yourself but it's another thing when you have all of these fans that are there supporting you and you know you push yourself day in and day out in the gym so that you can go and show your fitness at a competition for the fans and they're the ones that make it so special. So those were actually the shoes that I won Atlanta in and the shoes that I wore on the podium. So I was like, I feel like that these are the perfect shoes to, you know, leave out here and just leave for the fans because like I said, it wouldn't be the same without them. Yeah. That's pretty symbolic. Um, now there's a couple athletes that have retired this year. Uh, 
but most of them are still competing. Um, what is your thoughts on retirement? You know, cause it, it CrossFit's a new sport relatively. Um, when most people retire, like from baseball or football, they at least stop doing other things unless you're Michael Jordan and go play a different sport for a little while. And then maybe they come back, but most don't come back, but most especially don't compete a couple months later uh, because it's, it blurs the lines of retirement. Like, you know what I mean? Um, and that's, I'm not upset about it. I love watching all of these people compete, but, um, <laughs> are you going to do some type of nuanced version of retirement or what are your thoughts? Like, what does that look like for you? Have you thought about it at all? Are you going to do some small competitions or smaller than the games? I guess I could say. I don't know. Right now. Uh, definitely not. Um, I hate, so for me, like I retired, not because I was like physically done, but mainly just mentally. Like I, I talked to obviously like my close friends and family a lot about retirement before I actually did it. Um, because it's, you know, I've been competing since I was five years old and CrossFit was a huge part of my life for the last seven years. And I'm like, okay, like I want to talk to different people just to see how I feel. Like obviously Justin was like the first person that I talked to. And then some close friends that have known me through that I met through CrossFit family and everything. And I mean, my dad, when I was talking to him, he's like, you've been competing for 26 years. That's longer than a lot of these girls have been alive. Like, yeah. uh, it's understandable, you know, like, and it's not just competing. It's, it's my life. Like if I'm going to do something that I'm all in and like people are like, Oh, you're going to compete at Wadapalooza. Like I got asked to be on teams and things. And I was like, no, like I don't feel that I can give a hundred percent right now. And I don't want to be on a team, especially with other amazing athletes. Like obviously Wadapalooza is fun, but also like I would go there to win. Um, and I was like, I just, that's, that's not what, where I'm at right now. I won't say that I'm never going to do maybe team. I was like, team could actually be a lot of fun. But this year I was like, no, like I just yeah. mentally need a break. I just want to train for myself and work out for myself and not worry about like, hitting paces or doing this unbroken or getting a certain time in a workout or hitting a certain weight, whatever it is. So I was like, I just need to like mentally step back and make sure I still enjoy working out because I love fitness. I love working out and I don't want that to change. And I could feel that starting to change um, at the end of my career. Yeah, that's smart. I mean, you know, a buddy of mine who is funny because um, he doesn't always just like ooze out wisdom. If ever he's a, he's a, he's kind of a, um, a younger friend of mine, but we were at a party one time and he's like, um, Hey man, we should head out soon. And I'm like, why? It's a lot of fun. He's like, I've just learned in my life. You got to leave when the party's at the most fun because it only goes downhill from there. And I was like, that's the smartest thing you've ever said. Um, so I think about that a lot, you know, you got to leave when the party is at, at its peak. That way you don't get to stay for like the, you know, uh, people getting boring and, and, um, getting burnt out and all the, all the things that happen when you're like the last person at the bar or the party or whatever. Um, no, you're so right. And that actually like, sorry, I'm like going to say this while I'm like thinking about it because it's very similar. And that reminds me like of myself because people are like, Oh, well, like how can you retire after what happened in 2021? I'm like, honestly, like now, like my last memory of being at the CrossFit games is winning at Atlanta, having Justin right there, like crossing the finish line and waiting for uh Catherine to finish and then Tia to finish and then looking at Justin and being like, 
does that mean I made the podium? I'm st I still get goosebumps every time I, <laughs> and like, so that's my last memory of the games. And I'm like, honestly, like, yes, it would have been incredible to make the podium again in 2021. Do I think I could have a hundred percent, but it didn't happen. It wasn't in the cards. And my last memory of the CrossFit games is that and standing yeah. on the podium and honestly, like what more could I ask for? I mean, yes, I could do it again, but still, I don't, I'm not, uh, I know I'm not beating Tia, so I know I'm not winning while she's competing. I'm just throwing <laughs> that out there. Um, <laughs> she's just incredible and on her own level. But um, yeah, I, I couldn't have asked for it. So I like your friend because I agree with him. Yeah, his name's Max. Maybe he'll watch this one day. Yeah. Um, uh, let's, I, I, of course, I love talking about CrossFit, but I want to talk about Carrie a little bit more. And then we'll come back to the CrossFit because I want to learn the New York City story and the underdog story and all that fun <laughs> stuff. But um, what were you like as a kid? Were you, uh, I know that for kindergarten, you were pretty quiet, but were you <laughs> outgoing? Were you fun? Were you reserved and well-behaved? How would like maybe your parents or friends at that age describe you? Uh, when I was younger, I was very reserved. I did not I didn't talk much even through high school. I feel like when I got to college is when I opened up, but like going through elementary, middle and high school, I was very quiet. I was like a very good student, but I also was obsessed with gymnastics. And I started, I think 20 hours a week of gymnastics starting at the age of eight, wow. I want to say. And so, yeah, it was, it was a big, big part of my life. And yeah, I would go to school and then right after go to gymnastics practice four hours at a time, five days a week. And most of my friends were friends that were gymnastics. I had a couple of friends at school, but mainly it was the gymnastics girls just because we have that in common. And in a lot of my classes, like I said, I was a very good student, but I would do like try and get my homework done like during class or as much as I could because I knew I had gymnastics. And then that was four hours of the night. And when I was in high school, I ended up going to a gym that was an hour away. So an hour there and an hour back, in addition to being at school in the four hours um, that I was in gymnastics. So wow. yeah, I was, I was very driven. And that's, I mean, that's why I got a division one scholarship, you know, because I was so focused on that and I didn't party. I didn't go out. I didn't, I didn't have a desire to do any of that either. Cause I knew it would take away from my goal, which as I said, from the age of eight, I wanted to go to University of Michigan and be on the gymnastics team. So very reserved, very quiet, very easygoing. Did you have a nickname growing up? Anything like your parents called you or your siblings or anything like that? Uh, my parents, my uh, Care Bear uh, is what like my family <laughs> called me just because Carrie and I was like very caring and they would get me like, there was a few of like the big stuffed animal Care Bears. So I had a couple of those. And That's then I remember... Cool. Right. I was like, it's kind of fun. Um, you're, you do have siblings. You have, uh, I met, I think all of them after yeah. rogue. Um, I know yeah. you have a sister yep. and a brother. Tell me yep. about your siblings. Cause I don't remember. Uh, how, cause I, there was like five people, six, there was brother-in-law, I think maybe. Um, yeah, no. So there was, I think you met my mom and my dad. Um, yep. and then my brother and my sister and my boyfriend. Okay. So they were all there. Yeah, they were all at Rogue um, together. And like I said, my brother and sister decided to come last minute because I was like, I'm going to retire. This is my last competition. And they're like, sure, sure, sure. And then when I actually announced it, they're like, 
oh, you're not kidding. You are retired. I was like, I tried to tell you. They're yeah. like, no, like you're going to compete for life. Like that's who you are. I was like, no, it's not. But I mean, it is, but I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm stepping out when I need to. Um, and so, yeah, so my sister is two years, two months and two days older than me, which is like <laughs> kind of funny. Yeah. And she lives in Chicago. She is a server at Girl in the Goat Restaurant, uh, which is they have like a celebrity chef there. It's an amazing restaurant. And whenever the games, besides this year, uh, we're in Madison, then I go to Chicago for a few days just to hang out with her to see the city and to go to the restaurant because it's a really weird dish, but their best dish is pig face. So yes, yeah, like pig face. <laughs> okay. Uh... Yeah. Just right. it, it's darker in there, so you can't like see it, and it has like an egg on it, and then you like mix it up, but it's so good. And yeah, I was like, pig face. Not to pop um, in, yeah. but I live I live in Chicago, so I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about. Oh, that's right. so cool. Yeah. So you've been to girl in the Have you eaten there before, Alex? Yeah, it's been a long time, like a long, long time. Um, that so long, I, I I'm struggling to remember, but um, I have one time. Oh. What did you eat? Do you remember what did you eat? The pig face? I don't. No, we didn't get the we didn't get the pig face. But is it like so now I'm bummed out? Yeah. Is it like I'm imagining like a snout and everything? You know, is it? Do you see the face? No, you can't see the face. No. Okay. Yeah. You know, because sometimes you get a big fish with bones. You know, so it's like just legit. In their you know, eyes, right. in there. Yeah. No, I don't yeah. want any of that. Like, I just want. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, small world. I'll have to. I'll have to go over there. Yeah, and ask for Kristen. Kristen. Yep. I'll come visit you, Alex. We'll go eat dinner there. And we'll go. Yeah. All right, cool. That sounds like I don't know if I'm gonna eat pig face, but we'll we'll go. Just just order a one bunch of, of things and not know which one the pig face is, and then just try a little bit of everything. That's a good idea. That's how I ate crocodile the first time. Somebody told me it was chicken tenders and it was crocodile. So oh wow. I got I got duped into that one. Have you ever oh. had frog legs? Yeah. Anybody? No. I ate no. frog legs in Mexico. They look and taste like frog legs, you know, so it's like you go to eat it and you're like, this is a delicate, like, why would anybody eat? Like, um, you know that you're eating a frog leg. It's, anyways, don't ever eat a frog leg. There's no, unless you just like are stuck in the Amazon or something. Don't, don't eat a frog leg. Um, yeah. Anyway, people say they uh, taste like chicken, but now that you say they taste like frog, then uh, yeah, I don't know. No, like it tastes exactly like you'd think. And you're like, well, why would I eat this? Yeah. Um, when in Mexico though, I guess. Yeah. Uh, washed it down with tequila. It was all right. Okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, what about your brother? Yeah. So my brother, uh, went to, he's three years younger than me. And actually until I think we were about like nine, people thought we were twins. Cause we were very close height when I was, I think like seven to nine. And so everyone's like, Oh, you guys twins. I'm like, no, I'm three years older. I was yeah. like, well, I guess later in life, you know, you're thankful that people think you're younger, but yeah, now he's, he's like six, six foot one or yeah. something. I don't know. He's tall. I'm like, maybe five, three, if I stretch. Um, and he, he's a mechanical engineer. He went to school in Alaska. Um, he started off in Michigan and then just wanted to change the scenery, a change of pace. So either it was California, he was looking at a couple of schools there or university of Alaska at Anchorage. So he ended up there for a couple of years. And I remember helping him move in one year after the CrossFit games. And that was the first time I had been to Alaska and it was, it was beautiful. And it was during the summer and like, there's just hiking everywhere. That's why he loved it. He's like, it's like America's playground. It's yeah. so beautiful. I was like, but it's so light. like, it was light. Like we went to bed at 11. It was light. You get up at five. It's light. He's like, during the winter, it's like the opposite though. It's like dark. Yeah. 
and then like i think it's like 10 to 4 or something that you get like sunlight but there's like a long period of dusk i don't know so he was there and then now he works at ford motor company um he works on actually the bronco which is a car that i am gonna be getting here soon hopefully i was like that's like my dream car that i want to get at some point uh this coming year um so yeah he's a he studied mechanical engineering and is now living back in michigan he's like maybe eventually i'll end up in alaska we'll see um but yeah what about your parents what did your parents do so my parents both grew up in missouri and that's where they met in kansas city at a ballet's total fitness so they met at a gym go figure um yeah yeah i was like it's in the blood you know yeah um and my dad works at ford motor company and my brother was like i don't want to work at ford because you're my dad and like because you got me the job my dad's like i'll get you an interview but i can't get you a job and so my dad's been at ford longer than i've been alive i think he's been there he just celebrated 33 years on Halloween. Yeah. I was like, that's like unheard of these days. Yeah. Uh, so that is jobs these days. No, he's like, but it's like a big family. He's like, I, he loves working. And I mean, he's going to retire probably. He said like within the next two or three years, but he's like, I, I just love Ford and the impact that he's been able to make. He like, that's why we moved to Michigan was because Ford motor company, um, Detroit's the motor city. And my dad ended up getting an overseas or international assignment for three years in mexico city he wanted to get an assignment like that when we were younger but you know having three kids that were travel athletes because my brother did hockey growing up and my sister did gymnastics with me for a bit and then she did swimming and field hockey so like kind of other sports so it was busy with us my mom's like you are not taking an international assignment and leaving me with the kids or moving the whole family um so he was able to do that which he was just like it's just like is something i can check off the list um and my mom she got her degree in computers, but after she met my dad, they either, she either had to accept an assignment and move to, I think she said St. Louis or move to Michigan with my dad. So it was like, choose your career. And she was working for General Motors. So they're one of their main competitors. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. So, right. And it was Super Bowl Sunday that they met too. Cause I guess it was like a blowout game in 1985 or 86. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so they both went to Bally's to work out. And yeah, so my mom ended up stopping her job and moving with my dad. And I mean, when we were growing up, she was basically like a substitute teacher because she could do that and then run me to gymnastics for my yeah. brother to hockey and do the kids. So, I mean, she was basically a stay at home mom with a little bit of work. And she was like, help with like lunch, like a lunch nanny for a little bit as well, just because it was like something that she could do. But yeah. now she's living the retired life and just enjoying Michigan for the short time being, though, they're talking of retiring in Las Vegas. So hey. hopefully, yeah, I was like, that would be so cool. That's that's awesome, especially if you want your parents to live near you, because not everybody wants that. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, but I, I think it's I've been away from them. Like I lived in New York for seven years and then now Vegas, like a little over a year. So I'm like, I've been away from them for so long. So I think it would be fun to have them closer. How do you like Vegas? It's been about two years now, right? Two, two, three years? Yeah, well, about a year and a half because we moved We moved here because of COVID right. uh, last July. So a year, I guess a year and a half. I keep saying last, but like last, last. Yeah, uh, yeah, July yeah. of 2020, I should say. Um, and I love it. Obviously, like the underdogs crew and everything is incredible. They're, they were so much fun to train with. And 
I was ready to retire after the 2020 games and they, the moving out here kind of pushed me uh, to do another year. And it's, it's sunny all the time. The people are super chill. I mean, moving from New York, you know, it's definitely a big change for the type of people that are here, but I love it. And I mean, people are like, are you going to stay there? Like now that you're retired and not with Justin. And I was like, yeah, of course. Like, why would yeah. I move? So that's cool. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Do you see yourself having a future like um, involvement with underdogs, like at, on a CrossFit level, coaching, teaching, anything like that? Yeah, I definitely do. I need to talk to Justin a little bit more about it. Like I've kind of hinted at some things, um, but I was like right now, like I didn't realize honestly, like how burned out I was or ready to like just be done with competing and that. And I have been into the gym like a couple of times. Like I'll go usually on Saturdays to go and train with them and just have fun and enjoy it. Um, but I want to help out. I'm, I'm like not necessarily coaching. I mean, maybe coaching like as far as like skills or like workout techniques or strategies, but I think where I can benefit or where I can offer the most is through like mental toughness. So kind of just working with the athletes on how to be mentally tougher because love the athletes to death. They are all amazing, but a lot of them I feel like are mentally weak. Um, and so I think that's something, you know, especially when you get to the top level, like you go to the CrossFit games and it's not necessarily the fittest athletes that are going to win, but it's the most mentally tough. And it's not only that mental toughness, obviously, that goes into the competition, but you have to have that on a day-to-day -day basis in the gym. And I think that's basically what made me so successful. Like Justin, I'll say it, he's not afraid to um, admit that I'm not the most talented athlete that there is, but I am. I was the hardest worker and I was the men mentally toughest. So yeah. I think that's something that I can offer to the athletes. And even like, not even just in the gym, it's like everything that goes on outside of it. Like from being on the podium at the CrossFit games, I know what it takes to get there. And I hear the athletes saying like, you know, I want to be top five at the games or I want to do this and that. And I'm like, well, look at your life. Like you're not showing me that that's what you want. You're saying it, but it's one thing that anybody can say it, but it's taking yeah. those actions in your life. Like your whole life becomes CrossFit. If you want to be top five at the games or if you want to be on the podium. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. you got to think like, we, we use it loosely, but fittest on earth is a crazy thing, you know, like whether it's fittest American woman on earth, but like top three, top five, top, top 40 in the world, you know, like 7 billion people, like <laughs> it's a pretty big deal, you know? And so to, to go from the 10 to 20, the top five, just massive chasm i feel like and, and you're right it's like a mindset thing and sometimes you can see it and now i'm no games analyst um but you can see it in people's faces sometimes when they uh maybe discourage themselves from doing they need to to win a workout like maybe they see tia go through the finishing line or you see not matt anymore but maybe you see madero's finish and it's like you just see people take their foot off the pedal sometimes and it's like well that ain't what it's gonna take to get on the podium you know what i mean it's like no you got to die no. on, on the field sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like, cause okay, now you're going to step back and then now two or three girls are going to pass you and you are not going to get there if you let that happen. And then if that happens, then what's going to happen in the next workout? Like now that yeah. you're like in your head from what just happened in that one, like you still got at the games, you know, you have like 12 to 15 workouts. Okay. One, like, you know, it might not go your way, but you have to be able to flip the switch real quick and 
remember there's another yeah. workout like everyone's going to make mistakes but it's it's hard sometimes to like oh well that judge called me on a no rep and it should have been a rep or whatever like get so fixated on something that happened and then just be in this like bad mindset and then it goes and it affects the rest of your day or the rest of your weekend yeah. you gotta like be a fish you ever watch ted lasso oh yeah <laughs> um i'm so glad you know that reference thank you um you, it, what was i gonna say Jeez, i was on to something um mental toughness oh yeah so you know you've you've got this business now this fast growing uh power abs which is um in basically an online fitness program right and you guys probably do sell like products and apparel that go with it but mainly online subscription-based um fitness programs am i right or no yeah you are and we actually just started uh, so our subscription uh on the new in the new year so january 1st is the first day of our subscription because what we've been doing before um is so it's all basically what we base everything off of is 10 minute workouts and that's what separates us it's like i mean you know from doing crossfit like 10 minutes can be a long time yeah. um and so it's just like different than anything or what a lot of people see because it's it's only 10 minutes but it is a very intense 10 minutes um so we started with power abs because of my gymnastics background and a lot of people commenting on my abs and you know just getting people stronger cores getting yeah. people to actually activate their cores because i feel like that's like one of the biggest problems is people don't know how to use their abs and so they have lower back pain or they have all these other things um so we start off with power abs back in 2018 december 2018 is actually when we started and then we've been able to move to different body body parts we have power glutes power arms um and then we started fit which is high intensity because people were like oh we want a cardio program um and then mo our most recent program is fit strength because women need to strength i mean men too but most of our sure. clients are women and you know i feel like women more than men have been discouraged from weight training so it's like something that i feel like i can kind of fix that whole especially with my background and everything so fit strength is uh, our newest uh, program and yeah it's, it's they're all online and like i said they're all based on 10 minutes now i mean since we're since we're on the topic do you have any like promos for the new year you want to share with the with the audience anything like that we actually just ended one we had 25 percent off um going into the new year but if they jump into our facebook group sometimes we have random holiday sales and things um the facebook okay. group is just power apps exclamation point and we have almost seventy-five thousand people in there um wow. and just yeah and just speaking like on that since i'm talking about it um we have a lot of people that are like this is the most incredible facebook group ever because everybody in it is like so positive and so motivational and like they just support everyone like there's been people that like get body shamed in other groups and they come they're like i come in here because i know everybody is going to support me and say positive things and it's like we're all on this journey together like everybody has struggles everybody has different things they have to overcome like it's not going to help bring someone else down like if you bring someone else down that's not going to help you yeah. and yeah our facebook group is just like so positive and so i'm like like I said, inspirational, like people have lost tons of weight, like, and you just see all the hard work that goes into it. Because I mean, I can't imagine having to lose like 50 pounds or whatever. Like I'm, I'm, I'm at a happy weight and you, I was like, I'm going to, you know, like get a little lighter after stopping CrossFit. And I was like, after that, I was like, I don't know how people lose like 50 pounds. Like that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And the, just the dedication that it requires, um, long-term and it's, 
it's something to be said because I think you, you and I probably have never had um, weight issues. Uh, like as far as like needing to lose weight, I've been lucky and blessed in that way. I grew up skinny and then started exercising. You know what I mean? Um, so it's like hard to have that perspective, but I've been training, you know, I've been in the fitness industry, but I started off doing personal training 13 years ago and the discipline required to do all the things, create a caloric deficit over time to train three, four times a week. Cause people, not everybody's like you or me. They, a lot of people genuinely don't like to work out like, mm -hmm. and it's weird to us, but it's actually very common to not like to work out. You know what I mean? Like, and so yeah. It, it it's it is something to be said about the discipline required to lose weight and um i i don't i don't think people get enough credit uh mm -hmm. but yeah so it's, it's super challenging and i think that um what i've seen and i think it speaks to the crossfit community in general is like community is what's required to maintain your weight loss like you got to be a part of some type of community that encourages you to like keep going or at least to keep it off you know what i mean mm -hmm. um yeah and, and to keep uh, you accountable too yeah just to you know mm -hmm. be with like-minded people and that's one thing that i do love about crossfit versus the bodybuilding world that i came from um because in bodybuilding it's either you look good or you don't um in crossfit you can look a certain way and be like you, you for example you could not be I don't know why I'm pointing at myself, but you can not have a <laughs> six pack, right? But still crush me in a workout most of the time, mm -hmm. you know? And so like, it doesn't matter what you look like in CrossFit. It's really like just the work that you bring to the table and like your, your mindset and your attitude and your, your grit and your mental fortitude. And so that was mm -hmm. one thing I really liked about CrossFit is that I'll get beat by people that aren't shredded or aren't jacked. And, and it's like, oh, cool. This is truly just about effort and skill and like how hard you want to work um so yeah that's one thing i love about this community it's it's just like it's not about physique uh yeah so. and also like i like crossfit too because there's like you know there's different things that you can be good at so yeah like maybe i'll be the best at gymnastics but then i'm working out with whoever and they might lift more weight than me and you know all of the work that has like gone into that for them to become that strong yeah. and or like someone beat you in an endurance workout and you're like, oh, I thought I was good at endurance, but someone's better. And you just know that like, there's been a lot of time and effort and work that has gone into that. And you just like have respect for them. Yeah. Tell me about it. I'm fascinated by athletes like yourself, just the physical uh, discipline. I mean, cause uh, I train a lot and sometimes I'm like, I can't even walk, you know, like let alone do another four hour session today. Um, and so that's, you know, really why I started the Zalos games was because I was like, man, this, this is crazy, uh, what you guys are doing. And, um, I'd like to see more opportunities out there for, for people all over the world to compete without having to pay to travel and, and all those things. But, um, who, who's your favorite CrossFit athlete, male or female? As of right now, Bethany Shadburn. Okay. Um, and I, I mean, I, obviously it's because we've got, I've gotten to know her so well over the last year. Like, you know, she moved to Vegas, she actually yeah. moved to Vegas because she wanted a change. Um, she needed a coach and we had talked about it. Like right when I moved here, I met her, obviously we had like talked at the games and we had the same manager. Um, and so it, it, it just worked out well, but I, she's one of those people, like the more I get to know her, the more I respect her just 
her outlook on life and she's just like super positive and like I, I don't know she just like does little things too like before rogue she like bought me a bunch of like epsom salts because she knows that i love epsom salts so, like just like little things like that like she just has such a good heart or like if there's anything like i don't know like if i'm going on a flight like she'll like just text me and be like oh do you need to ride to the airport like i don't even have to ask her yeah you know she's just like such a good-hearted person and obviously she's an amazing athlete and this year i uh i can't wait to see her at the games because i told people i was like last year she would have crushed it wasn't in the cards and she looked at it super positive and she's like yeah just you know next year i'm just gonna be that much better um but she's my favorite athlete because like i said not only is she an amazing amazing competitor but she's she has such a good heart and she's just such a sweet person yeah she is super nice she's probably mm-hmm. one of my favorite follows because i'm i've got a a, a bunch of injuries uh that are constantly like ebbing and flowing and so, you know, Bethany's always posting like all the PT stuff, all the success, mm-hmm. accessory work. So if I'm ever like bored with my own stuff, I'm like, let me go see what banded sing alarm kettlebell uh, warm up exercises <laughs> Bethany is doing. Cause that's the stuff I have to do for like an hour before I train. Oh, um, uh, yeah. So she's, if anybody needs to get new warm ups or cool down stuff, go follow Bethany. Um, yeah. You're, uh, Actually, let's talk about this for a second. You've seen Dave Castro got let go, got fired. Was uh-huh. you say it for what it is? What are your thoughts on that? This is left field, but it just hit my landed in my brain. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess like just because of the change in like because now Eric Rose is in charge and everything. So I don't know if you know maybe he didn't agree with what Dave Castro was doing or things that were inside. Um, cross it and everything. I'm just interested to see, you know, what it ends up looking like for this season, especially since, you know, we're a little bit, we're about a month, a little over a month away from the open, I guess maybe a month and a half if you think about it. Um, But I feel like it's like very close to the season uh, for like such a big change like this to happen. Um, And I was like joking around someone. I was like, I was just thankful. Like, you know, he programmed in 2020 and programmed Atalanta last, and you know, that brought me to the podium. So, (laughs) Um, but yeah, like I said, more than anything, I'm just going to be interested to see how everything turns out and who, you know, ends up taking his spot and everything. I mean, he was so good at what he did, uh, but I don't know. I mean, he was a personality, I guess we could say. Yeah. I mean, huge void. Um, I, I think CrossFit will be fine. I think the CrossFit games will be fine. Um, but it's just going to be different, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's a, it's, it's bigger, bigger than one person. So, yeah. Um, I was like, we're getting be- out at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. You guys coordinated <laughs> well. Um, yeah. Are you going to be at Wadapalooza? Yes, I'm going to be at Wadapalooza and I'm going to be on the other side of things this year. They like invited me to compete and stuff. I was like, ah, no, I'm not, but I'm still going to come. I'm going to hang around. I'm going to cheer everybody on. And I was like, I'm excited just to be on the other side of things and actually get to like talk to some of the fans. Cause I always feel so rude. Obviously they know you're competing, yeah. but still it's like, whenever you are competing, like people are like, Oh, can I get a picture with you? And you're like, no, I gotta go. Yeah. And I was like, it'll be nice just to like, hang out and talk to people and stuff. Are you going to be there? I will be there all week. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, it should be fun. No, I'm stoked. It's going to be a lot of fun. I I get there Sunday actually. So I'm going to be there super early, Um, but we'll probably end up hanging. I'll be, I'll be around um, uh, the whole, the whole time. So um, I have 
uh, a small handful of questions left for you and I'll kind of preface um, how, how the sort of like the last part of this will work. Okay. Um, a couple regular questions left. And then uh, I have some like, I would say difficult, longer questions. Like you'll really have to think. And then we're going to do like a rapid fire uh, um, round. And then we'll end with a couple longer questions too. So it'll be a fun little sandwich of like uh, hard questions and then rapid fire quick quick questions. But um, before we before we get into those, um, what do you what would be one workout like that you'd like to see at the games? For example, and what I my one would be the battleground again, like the obstacle course. If you could see anything, like for example, uh, Jason Kalipa was talking about mixed martial arts, and um, you know something abstract but still fitness what would you want to see in the games if you could add something yeah mm -hmm. i don't know i'm i was like always joking around before like this last year because i remember during uh what was it? chaos and they were they had like the little mats and i was like oh we're gonna be doing freestanding handstand push-ups on those and then they ended up having pistols on the mats and then this year they brought out the freestanding handstand push-ups because I was like, I think it would be fun to see like more higher level gymnastics stuff. Because I feel like for weightlifting, you can only lift more weight. But gymnastics, like there's so many other move. I feel like other movements and other things to do. But obviously, you have to keep the safety of the athletes in mind. Um, sort of. <laughs> yeah, sort sort of. And you know what? Actually, like I don't know. This is I don't know. I don't think I would actually like want to see this. But I went rollerblading last week, so it would be really fun to. See see like a roller instead of like a long run do like a long roller blade or something hey that's fitness i mean right yeah um they ran in the snow at dubai crossfit championship You're yeah right. I mean, some, some type of uh or ice skating see people ice skate <laughs> yeah ice skate roller blade skateboard um yeah uh especially now that i'm out i don't have to do it actually i do like rollerblading but <sighs> yeah there would i would not be because i never i can't really do it i don't know why my legs don't work that way so i'd automatically huh. was a skateboarder when I was a kid because I need to be on the same thing. Uh, yeah. I just don't huh. split if I'm in skates. So don't ever so ask you don't me ski. I don't ski. I snowboard. So oh, yeah, perfect. Um, my legs don't work independently of each other, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I like squats and, and not uh, pistols, but uh, yeah, I think everybody would probably agree with that. What's your, uh, do you have a morning routine, Carrie? Uh, I mean, it's my days have changed now, um, especially now that I'm not like training anymore. So recently what my morning routine, like I don't have anything like journaling or anything that I do. Usually like after I get up and make my bed and everything, I always have coffee in the morning. And then honestly, it's, I start to check email. I start to check my Instagram, um, especially since I'm on the West coast. I feel like when I get up, the East coast has already been running for a couple hours. So I'm like, okay, I need to like get up and see if there's any business things that need my attention. Um, and so usually it's kind of like work from the get go, especially nowadays, uh, whether it's, you know, programming or I've been doing like some membership videos and stuff. Cause I turned my third bedroom into a filming studio. Um, but when I was training, it was, I mean, it was more like get up, you know, have my coffee and then I get my first session in basically right away and then have like a nice big breakfast. And then I would do more. I would do some work before like going to the gym. But yeah, it's nothing, nothing crazy. Like I know a lot of people journal and things like that, but I'd basically get up and get to work. Have you ever journaled? I like to before? sleep as 
Has ever been I haven't. No. And I like to sleep a lot. So even when I was like younger, getting ready for I'm like, what's the latest I can sleep and then get up and then rush and go do something. So now yeah. I'm like, okay, how late can I sleep so that, you know, I can still get in my work by the time it's like, you know, not too late on the East coast. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, uh, we, sorry, I'm like reading these questions and, and, and That's one, okay. of them, one of them threw me off, but, um, okay. So, uh, outside of CrossFit and outside of power abs, what does Carrie like to do? What do you, what do you like to do? If anything, if there's any time <laughs> for anything. Yeah. Now there's a little bit more time when I was competing and doing power abs, there was not much time. And even like until COVID hit, I actually didn't have Netflix. I didn't have a TV or anything. And then COVID hit and I was like, well, I guess I should get Netflix. And I like just got a TV when I moved to Las Vegas. So I'm like, people are going to come over and probably want to watch TV. So I got Netflix and now I've started to watch uh, more shows on Netflix. I'm like, I don't know if it's because I'm like getting older or what, but I always like, you know, my dad, like after a long day at work, he's like, I just need to watch some TV. I'm like, why do you need to watch? I don't get it. And then now I'm like, oh yeah, I need to watch like something that's funny. That's just going to make me laugh and just like yeah. not think about Shut it. Your brain down. Yeah. And what are you so, watching currently? Uh, I'm watching now you're going to put me on the spot. Shoot. It's, uh, what's it called? It's not new girl. It's like the same people that are in new girl. I wouldn't know. I'm and it's, sorry. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. It's, oh, I'm going to have to like go turn it on, but I watched Shit's Creek. Um, and I watched new girl. And then now there's another one. That's like something it's, I just like comedies. I just like laughing. Um, yeah. When I want, right. I'm like, I don't want anything super serious or that's going to make me think. I just want something that I'm just going to, I can just put on. Yeah. I can just like shut my brain off. And it's like a group of friends and they're all like different in their own ways. And yeah, something that's just going to make me laugh and like lighten the mood. Yeah. Especially now that you're working more and like training less. I know, I know what that's like sometimes at the end of a day, like making a ton of decisions and being on computer and a screen all day. And you're just like, I've, just want to watch something that makes me laugh and go to sleep. Yeah. Like um, every once in a while I'll be like, I just want to go out. Cause I live in a beautiful, beautiful neighborhood and I'm like, okay, I just want to like go out and go for a walk. And now that I'm in Vegas, I've been trying to like get out um, and like go hiking, even if it's just like on a Saturday or on a Sunday, usually a Sunday um, yeah. just to go out and see things and kind of, you know, experience Vegas. And I, I definitely want to go to like, I've been slowly making my way to like more shows or like this Sunday we're uh, going to a uh, football game, uh, the Raiders game. So yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Should be good. So just trying to like get out more than what I ever did. Like when I was training and having power apps, cause I'm like training, like I'm not going to go watch a football game because I could be like at home sitting in compression boots recovering. So yeah. now I get to go and do more exciting things. Have you seen Cirque du Soleil? Not since I've been here, um, but when I was younger and one of the, the reason we actually came out here, Ryan Elrod is a Cirque performer and on Christmas Eve, he's like, are you around? Like I have Cirque tickets. I'm like, I need to, I need to go to a Cirque show. Um, have you? Yeah. Well, when I was in Vegas, that's what I went. I went and saw Cirque du Soleil. So good. Sick. I went, yeah, I went, went to Absinthe and that was really good. That was really funny. Yeah. I'm, I'll actually be in Vegas in like two weeks. So I'm going to for sure oh, see wow. another yeah, I'll be out there for like a week. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll be at the gym. We'll see each other most likely. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've only been going in on Saturdays, so. <laughs> I'll be there Saturday. I'll be there like okay, every cool. day. So. Perfect. Um, 
All right. If you could put anything on a big blank billboard above like the busiest road, you know, what would the billboard say? I don't know. Like the first thing that comes to mind, like, I don't, it might sound like stupid or whatever, but like the first thing that comes to mind is just like, love yourself. Um, because I feel like people are always like so negative and like think about like things that are wrong with themselves. And I don't know, like I said, I'm a very positive person and I don't know. I think one reason I've been so successful in everything that I do is because I love myself. And so like a quote that I saw a little while ago that I think a lot of people should like think about too is like work out because you love yourself, not because you hate yourself or it was like something along those lines. Yeah. It was like work out because you love your body not because there's something wrong with it or something like that. And I think like most people are like, Oh, I want to lose weight. So I'm going to work out. Oh, I want to do this. I want like, and it's like, you only get one body. Like you should treat it white and you should, you should love yourself for who you are because it's what you have. You shouldn't wish to be somebody else. And even the other day at the gym, uh, one of the guys was like, okay, if you could trade trade lives with any celebrity for one day, who would it be? And I was like, can I say myself? I was like, cause honestly, like I love myself. And he's like, I guess that's a good point. Cause like other yeah. people are like, Oh, I want to be the rock or I want whoever. And I was like, I just, I don't know. I love my life. And I feel like people are missing out if they like don't. And if they're thinking of like all these other people that they would rather be. So sorry, yeah. that's a long winded answer, but no, that's great. It's good. And it's, it goes much deeper than that. I read a quote the other day. I was able to pull it up because I keep track of all these quotes. Um, do not expect to receive the love from someone else that you do not give yourself. Uh, Bell Hooks, who recently died. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that's really good. Love yourself. Um, this one is a little bit harder. Uh, have you ever heard of the trolley dilemma? No. So I was, I was at um, Buffalo Brew, which is the coffee shop at uh, CrossFit Mayhem. And, I, you know, like the, the, those the crew just typically hangs out in the coffee shop and Chris who runs the coffee shop, he's pretty much there 24 seven. And I walk in and they're like, Jared, what do you think about this? And I'm like, what's up? And they're like, if you had to choose between a loved one. All right. So there's a train, a trolley, whatever. And you have to make the choice between the train hitting and killing five strangers or hitting and killing the love of your life. Um, which one would you choose? Five strangers or someone you love? I mean, I guess I'm going to sound like a jerk when I say this, but it's fine. So I'm going to say five strangers. I actually, whatever you research the morality behind it, that's actually technically better. But oh. <laughs> I said the same thing too, but you know, some people are like, Hey, no, I'm, I'm saving my wife. I'm saving my, yeah. dad, you know? So it's really, course. I was like, selfishly, of course. Um, I think it gets a little tougher when it's like, uh, or it gets easier when it's like a hundred people, a thousand people, but, um, yeah. uh, are you a reader? Do you read books? You like to read? I do not as much as I like should. And there's like certain nights where I'm like, I'm just feeling it. Like I'm going to read. Yeah. Um, like whenever I am on planes or anything, I'm like, I'm going to read. Usually I try to read like three or four times a week. Um, just because I, I've gotten a few books recently that I'm like, okay, I need to like read these. What's your, what are you reading right now? Right now I'm reading winning by Tim Grover. Um, have you, do you, do you know him? Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know so, him personally. I've read the book. Though. No, I know. Yeah. Like of him or his books and stuff. Um, yeah. And I actually did not read Relentless, his first book, but I just heard that it was great. And I was like, oh, I was like, I've read like a few other like books that have like talked about like mentally being tough and kind of things like that. And I was like, this could fit like not only if you're an athlete, but also like business for like business. Yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, it's a good read. And I mean, it's like, it's not too hard to read or understand or anything. So it's I'm about halfway through and it's great. Do you have like a favorite book or maybe a, a book that you recommend the most? <laughs> I always tell people atomic habits. That's yeah. like, yeah, something that sticks out to me. I've read it a couple of times because it's just like, I don't know, like you don't always think about like these little things in your life that just like can add up to so much or like little changes that you could make, like doing stuff like stretching for five minutes a day. It's like, should I even stretch? Like, is it even worth it? You know, like, yeah. or just while you're, I don't know, working at your computer, like drink a little more water or just like how just like a little bit goes a long way. And it's like over you drinking, like, a, like in little changes that you make now, especially, you know, we're young. So it's like over the next 10, 15, 20 years, like it adds up to be something very big. Yeah. Um, and so I just thought that was like a really good read. Yeah. That was the best selling book of 2021 and possibly one of the uh -huh. best selling books of all time. He's crushing it. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. That's Clear. great. So good. Um, some rapid fire questions. Uh, beach or mountains? Mountains. Texting or talking on the phone? Texting. Okay. Uh, would you choose to be able to talk to animals or to know every language? Know every language. Pizza or tacos? Tacos. Tacos or burgers? Tacos. Those tacos we had in, in Austin were like some of the best tacos ever. So uh, good. So good. What was that place called? Torchies? Did we go to Torchies? Yeah, Torchies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, summer or winter? Summer. 100%. Right. Uh, Especially now that I live in Vegas. Oh. <laughs> what's your favorite cartoon? <sighs> hmm. I feel, I don't know if it was my favorite, but the one we watched the most growing up was Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> Scooby Doo Redoo. I can't. What about I, you? Yeah. Uh, Dragon Ball Z. Okay, yeah. Um, I didn't never watch that. I feel like all the all the dudes did. Yeah, it's like a it's a bro cartoon for sure. Yeah. Um, if not, then maybe like, uh, South Park. But oh, yeah. again, that's probably why South I got kicked out of school and stuff. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, a couple more questions. These aren't rapid fire anymore. Um. How much of your success in the sport of CrossFit and maybe even other athletes, when you think about this question, how much of your success is from hard work and how much do you think is genetics? Uh, if you were to give it like a percentage, 50, 50, 70, 30, what do you think? So as I said earlier, Justin's like, yeah, you're not the most talented athlete, but you're the hardest worker. Um, I think, I, I mean, obviously I have great genetics. Like both my parents were great athletes. Um, but I would definitely say hard work out place, um, genetics and being talented and everything. So I would say, I don't want to quite say 30, I would say 35, 65, 35, um, um genetics, 65 hard work. Yep. Cause, and there's like that saying or whatever that like hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Um, yeah. and so it's like, obviously like the more talented you are, like 
someone who's more talented, if they work equally as hard as me, yes, they are going to end up being better. But I think it's much more valuable to be a hard worker. And that's going to take you a lot farther than just being gifted. Because like I said, if you're not willing to put in the work, then it doesn't matter how gifted you are. Yeah. Especially when your hands are leading and uh, you've done 272 pull-ups with a vest on and <laughs> um, you got a mile left to run. And um, mm-hmm. When you look back, so let's fast forward maybe 40, 50 years from now, um, or maybe even beyond that. How do you want people to remember Carrie Pierce? Yeah, I want people to remember me just that I made them want to be better. Um, and I think that's, you know, something that actually people like asking about when I retired from CrossFit, like, what do you want to be remembered as? Um, but like you said, I'm glad you made it much bigger than CrossFit because I feel like life is a lot bigger than that. And yeah, just wanting to make people better and just being like a positive person and motivational and inspirational, all of those things. Um, because one thing that I think separates myself is just obviously having the power as, but then commenting to people and messaging people, like, especially in our Facebook group too. It's just like, it's different than anything else that I've like kind of seen out there. It's just having that touch and people are always like, Oh my God, like you actually like answered me or you messaged me back. And it just means the world to them. And I think it's, you know, you first start with that and then they want to be better because of that. And you just like touch them in a way that like, showing nobody is better than anybody else because people also meet me and they're like, she's so humble for like what she's accomplished. I'm like, yeah, like I'm just another human being. Obviously like I excel in fitness, but other people excel in different things. Like I wouldn't know what to do to like make a car run the way it is or doctors to do what they do. I was like, mine just happens to be common because we all work out and like I'm fit, but I am no better than anybody else out there. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if I had one answer for that, but it kind of just like went around. But I want to remember remember for all of that. No, being yeah, humble, think- making people better, being motivational, and making people want to be the best version of themselves. Well, I think um, yeah. people would agree that that's what you've done so far with your life, and I'm excited to see you continue to do it uh, with the future Thank of you. Power Abs and with the future of maybe uh, continuing in the fitness industry and, and maybe with Underdogs Athletics and all that fun stuff in the future. Um, Carrie, thanks so much for being on the show. Just like you said, I really appreciate you texting me back and jumping on the show and making the time, um, to talk about your life and taking an hour and a half of your evening on a Thursday to, to chat. So I I really appreciate it. Of course. And I'm, I'm sure. And I hope people get some good, valuable information from this because I had a lot of fun. Awesome. I'm sure they did. And I'm sure they will. And uh, I know that they know how to find you, but how can they learn more about Power Abs? So either my website is just carriepierce.com or if they want to just go directly to Power Abs, it's just powerabs.shop. Nice and simple. Awesome. Well, thanks again for being on the show and uh, I will see you in a, in a week or so at Wadapalooza. Okay. Sounds great. Thanks, Jared. All right. See you later.